2: I mean, no one comes into our house and pushes us around. This is your game now, gentlemen.
1: They'll be calling this the save. The words that DC fans have been waiting to hear since 1974 the Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions. Oh, wow!
0: In your life have you seen anything like that?
1: And
0: the only thing else i got to say is, how about them, Cowboys? Yeah. 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 Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Huddle Up Podcast live here on our Facebook page. We are live. It is Wednesday, August 29, 2018. We are back for a new season of Huddle Up Podcast. Uh, we have tons to talk about tonight, including our new home. Ovechkin is king. And, of course... Go Irish! Football is back. But first, our show is brought to you by QB54. Football season is here, and it's time for you to get ready for tailgate parties and weekend pre-games. With the best game that money can buy, go to playqb54.com, use promo code PODCAST to get 20% off of your order. Again, that is playqb54.com, use promo code PODCAST and get 20% off of your order. Get in the game Today, we have uh Dave on the line with us as we do for every show. Dave, how are you doing this week? Ready for a new season, bud?
2: That was the uh best intro that you have put together until you added that cowboys crap at the end.
0: <laughs> oh, come, oh, on. come I, on, I have to uh you know add a little bit of my uh my own my own brand, but of course, uh, as the middle flag behind me tells everyone, and we 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 haven't done a show since last season. So, um I think the first thing that we need to do tonight, Dave is is talk about a little thing that happened uh back in the month of June and uh, and that was our Washington Capitals finally 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 won the Stanley Cup. Um Dave uh has, does it has it gotten old yet? No, sir. Yeah, no, it really hasn't and like like, this week has been a, a, a rough week, like, at work. It's been a pretty shitty week. So, um, what I will still do from time to time, and I've done it, uh, obviously, for the past, like, uh, you know, a, a couple months now, almost three months, is uh, if I'm having a bad day, I will... Uh, I'll just pull up a, a picture of Ovechkin kissing the cup, or I'll pull up a YouTube video of, you know, the uh, the Capitals winning, or of the, of the party, or in the celebrations and things. It, it just... It makes it makes things a whole lot better when uh when when thing things are shitty.
2: Does it not? Yeah, man. I mean I can't disagree with that at all and it's uh it, it's just crazy how our expectations were so low with this team and something ridiculous happened.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and true or false, something that's almost almost as sweet as actually winning the cup is the fact that in the uh, in the second round, um, not only did we eliminate the Penguins, but uh, Sidney Crosby herself uh, turned the puck over to Ovechkin, who fed it to Kuznetsov, to bury the team. Like, it, it, isn't that just, just make it feel even just that much better, Dave?
2: I mean, it did at the time, but at this point in time, I, I could care less who we beat. Um, all that matters is the cup was uh, raised by us. I mean, you're talking to a guy that had uh, substantial money on Vegas at, uh, I believe it was 150 or 200 to one to win the cup. So, um, luckily, I'm a smart person and hedged that. So uh, we locked in some serious nice profits. But, uh,
0: <laughs> but even even it, if it you a, hadn't, like, tell me that that obviously the the victory would have softened that blow just a little bit.
2: It would have, but okay. I mean the the uh, Beating the Penguins was the sweetest victory at the time, but then, I mean, I don't, I don't even know that I can say that that was sweeter than winning the Eastern Conference because it's a whole different level that we haven't experienced in God knows how long.
0: Yeah, no, but, uh, it, it was just different. Like, it, like it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily sweeter um, because you know, when you when you when you win the conference, then obviously you're you're still in the conversation. You you still have that. Uh, you know, you still have that chance to win it all. If, if you if you eliminate Pittsburgh and you go on to the next round and you lose, then you know what what ultimately did it really mean. Um, but it like it, it like that. It was it was like each step of the way. I think was kind of like a bit of a demon that had to be uh, that had to be you know exercised there. Um, and, I think it
2: was that point that we beat Pittsburgh that you and I were like, wow, we're really going to do this.
0: Yeah. It was, and it was, it was really weird. And then like, you know, you go up, you know, early against Tampa and then you fall back. And like, I, I don't know You're that. You're welcome
2: that... for coming home from the beach, by the way, just throwing <laughs> it out there.
0: Yeah, the magic chair. Um, but like at no point throughout that run, once, once we cleared Pittsburgh, did I even like really panic that much? Um, like it, 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 it was odd. And, but uh i, I also kind yeah. of you know had had the uh superstition thing a bit as well. I was supposed to leave um for the beach the the night of the the, the day of game five of the finals and uh, And I told my friend Ryan, I said, look, um we, you know, I know that we could find somewhere to watch this uh, on the way down or down at you know down in Ocean City or something, but I'm like, I have been in the same spot for every win in the finals." Um, I, 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 have seen three game to one leads, um, get squandered by this team in the past. I'm not willing to, uh, I'm not, I'm not willing to test that and put that out there with fate. I just want to be at home and I want to get this thing done and then we can go, we can leave as early as you want to tomorrow because I want, you know, then it's just coming down to celebrate everything. I, I just didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to test fate.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with that at all. I mean, superstitions obviously play a huge part in everything. So you have to go with it and uh I mean, they won uh they won game two against Tampa Bay and I RSVP'd to the parade and they scheduled it when I couldn't go, those assholes. But um <laughs> yes, I mean, you, you got to do the same things. I mean, it's just part of being a fan. You can't uh you can't mess things up and you, you don't want it to be your fault.
0: I think I think probably one of my my favorite moments of the of the night like once the capitals finally won is when uh when when my wife and i when dana and i went to um the hockey hall of fame two two falls ago uh when you go up into the into the 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 main room the trophy room there's you go up a little flight of stairs there's a landing there's another flight of stairs that go then it goes up into the room and on the landing there is a a team photo of the of the team that is the, uh, is the reigning cup champion. So obviously two years ago, uh, when we were there, it was the penguins and we're standing by this picture as we're passing it. And, um, you know, I looked at her and I said, you know, I- if the capitals, um, ever do win, we need to come back here and, uh, take a picture at, 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 this, at this picture. So we're sitting there and, and, you know, the cups being passed around and skated around and, and, and and all of that during during the broadcast after the Caps won, and and she she looks at me like I'm still kind of like, wait, is this is this real life? Like, I, 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 there's even parts of me now that's like, I don't know if this actually happened. But she looks at me and goes, "We have to go back to Toronto now." And I went, you know, I made the right choice. I I did. I made the right choice in marrying this this woman. Um, now, don't ask me that on, on Saturday. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I won't be in the house to watch Notre Dame-Michigan, but we'll talk about that game uh, in a little bit. Uh, but what we want people to do is we want people to head to uh, tinyurl.com slash Um And you can also find the links on our on our Facebook page or Twitter page. Both of those are at Huddle Up Podcast. Um, And we have a college football pick'em group up on Yahoo. Uh, Free to join. Share it with your friends. Again, tinyurl.com slash huddleuppickem. You still have time to get in on it. Uh, Games haven't started, uh, so you'll be able to uh, still get in on the action. And I think you'll probably even be able to join, like, after the season starts. But if you want to compete uh, against Dave and I head-to-head, your best bet is to get in now. um, Unless both of us, or one of us at least, has a really terrible week um i am probably destined to do that but um so th- like the reason we're doing this is is especially when it comes to the nfl games um and and college games there's there's a lot of football to talk about and predict and we don't want to have to go over every single game um even the even the big ones like your top 25 matchups. so um you know just uh, head over there that's going to that's going to keep our uh, we'll, we'll update the standings throughout the year um but again tinyurl.com Slash huddle up, pick them, um, and uh, and and join in on the fun there, Dave. Any any other uh, any other things to brag about with the Washington Capitals? And I and I say this for right now. Uh, that will be a recurring theme, uh, throughout this uh throughout this show, I'm sure, throughout this fall, and obviously you know next month once hockey season starts back up, um, you know we're we're gonna have to bring it up again.
2: Yeah, Jim. Uh, nothing other than the the constant uh, just reminder that we are still the champions. Um, Going to get to see the Calder Cup in Hershey, which is a huge deal coming up here in a couple weeks. Uh, so I think we'll both be pretty uh, pretty excited about that, of course. Um, not that's the Calder Cup. I think it's the Stanley Cup that's coming. I think we won the big one this time. Yeah, we
0: did. We yeah, I know. I know it does still feel weird uh, to say that, but yes, we we did win the big one this time and. Uh, so that, uh, that is obviously very exciting. And um, so we, uh, we're, we're going to open up the phone lines here. We're going to talk college football, preview some of the, the, the four biggest games this weekend. And we're going to give our uh, conference uh, predictions and uh, Heisman predictions and, and uh, try and look in the crystal ball and uh, see how wrong we're going to be once the, uh, once the whole season plays itself out. Uh, yes, Jason, October 7th. Uh, is when the uh, Stanley Cup uh, will be in Hershey. If you're following along on the live video, make sure you like and share. Get as many people in here uh, as possible. Uh, The number to call in if you want to call in is 401-347-0613. Use pin 29312. Again, 401-347-0613. And then pin 29312 when prompted. Those are uh, the, That number is also on the uh, social media posts uh, for the show, so you can find those there. Um, we, uh, we have a call. We'll get to it here in just a second. Uh, Dave, let's just, uh, open up the, the first big game of the weekend. We're going to go in a chronological t- uh, time order, and that is number six, Washington, taking on number nine, Auburn uh, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. That is on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Um, the last I checked, now this was a little bit earlier today, Auburn, a two point favorite in this one, the over under at 48 and a half. Is that about what, uh, what you're looking at over there?
2: Yeah, I think it was up closer to three earlier. So it's uh, probably coming down a little bit, which is uh, indicative of some, uh, some money showing up on the dog there, but, uh, makes make some sense to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's opening weekend when you when you have big games like this opening weekend and then there's four that we're going to target and talk about uh, tonight. And admittedly, like my, my prep has not been the best. Um, obviously, as you can see, this is a different uh, there's a different studio. We're not in the same house. Uh, we've spent the last few weeks uh, moving, setting up. And um, even the setup I have right now is temporary because uh we We were going to be doing some uh HVAC work in the house, so we, we didn't I didn't set up the full proper studio yet that'll get there in time um and uh so and, and work's been absolutely crazy so so i I apologize my 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 prep isn't uh as astute as it normally is but um the, you know these early especially week one um games when you have teams you know in the top 10 top 25 taking each other on it's really hard to gauge because you know year to year college football teams change uh fairly dramatically but you you have two teams here that i think um are are primed and have the ability uh to make a run and and potentially you know end up you know winning their conference playing in a college football playoff uh and potentially you know making that run into national championship um and and it, when you have two teams that are this You know, kind of closely matched with with the um, the the spread and everything like that. As long as it's not a blowout, you're not in. I don't think you're in a situation where um, you know either team's season is going to be won or lost. That's going to be the theme for all the big games this weekend. Is uh, your season's not going to be lost completely with a loss this weekend?
2: I disagree, Jim. You don't. I think if Washington, I think if Washington goes down not only is the season lost for Washington, I think the Pac-12 is out of the uh college football playoff potentially.
0: Now, is that just because like we we've seen and and I don't I don't necessarily want to use the words west coast bias, but um or east coast bias, I guess, you know, like the the I guess the theory is that um, you know, because a lot of the voters and a lot of the people watching and things like that uh, you, your Pac-12 games are, are later in, at night. Even if it's a, you know, if it's a noon game out there, it's three in the afternoon here, and and we're all, you know, you know, in our normal uh, kind of routine for college football Saturday. And when you get into an eight o'clock start here, it's a, it's mid afternoon there. By the time you get to your prime time games in the Pac-12, people are people are exhausted. They're passed out, or the, they're at the bar drinking and probably aren't paying a lot of attention. Is that why you 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 think, or you just think the Pac-12 isn't Um, isn't very strong this year, which we'll talk about a little bit later.
2: I don't think the the Pac-12 is that strong. I think they beat each other up a lot. Um, The the Pac-12 really needs this marquee crossover win, for lack of better terms. Um, And this is probably the Pac-12's best opportunity with probably their best team uh, to get a marquee crossover win. And, I mean, Auburn has a phenomenal chance to make some noise in the SEC this year. And to get that crossover win early, before they really get things figured out and going is uh, is going to be key, and especially this isn't a uh, this isn't a Washington home game or anything along those lines. Uh, neutral site, I believe. Yes. So it would be a uh, it would be a big uh, big boost to the Pac-12, and I mean ultimately, um, Washington has got to. I mean, if they lose by a field goal, touchdown, maybe, but if it's anything bigger than that, uh, there the Pac-12 might be toast. I mean, it, it might take an undefeated. Um, Pack twelve team to get the whole way to I mean run the gamut the whole way up through to to get in, uh, just given how weak I think this conference has projected itself.
0: Uh very all right. I mean that that that's that's a solid point. And uh, do you have a prediction for this game? Auburn by a lot, by a little. Uh,
2: it's Ten to fourteen.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I think Auburn's the better team here, you know, and we, we know that I'm not a uh you know, I'm not an SEC askus or anything like that, but I, I do. I think Auburn is um, you know, is, is the better team and, and, and we'll uh you know, we'll we'll talk more about about that and the strength of uh conferences a little bit later in the show. Uh we do have a caller. Let's get to that. Uh let us know who you are and where you're calling us from tonight.
1: Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, this is Lou from New Jersey.
0: How's it going, Lou? What's go- What's on your mind tonight?
1: All right. Well, as you mentioned, the college football season is uh, ready to begin, and I'm one who can't wait for it. So I do think that it's a little bit early to have two top teams, uh, top 10 teams, down in the first week of the year. I mean, don't you think the schedule would be more wise to show up like about maybe like a mid-October or like towards the end of October? Because if... The the loser of this game is, you know, a tough time crawling back in to make it to maybe a bowl game. I think, well, a top bowl game. I've it, always been skeptical about that with two uh, top ten teams playing the first week of the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it it is one of those things where you know, as as we as we touched on a minute ago, is um, you know, if because especially with the point spread being you know Auburn two point favorite, I mean, even. Uh, when you look at like the Miami LSU game is a three and a half point spread. Notre Dame Michigan is a one point spread. Um, if the games stay close, I think we've seen over the past few years, I mean, there's obviously exceptions to every rule, but the teams are going to teams are going to, you know, there's going to be a lot of teams with one loss. There's going to be some teams with two losses. There's going to be times where, um, you know, as the season plays itself out, you know, a one-loss team is going to get in. A potential two-loss team is going to get in. So, you know, one loss in week one doesn't necessarily kill you, especially when um, it's an out-of-conference game. So once you get into that conference schedule, you have the potential to rebuild yourself. And and win your conference and, and get into the conversation there, even though there's no automatic bids. it Just the way the season plays itself out lends itself a lot of times to um, – to a one one loss team from, from the beginning of the year getting in.
2: Yeah. So I think uh, my my view is kind of similar, but a little bit different, uh, of course, I think think there's some, some pluses to having these, these early games in the fact that if you lose this early game, you have plenty of time to recover where if you lose the end of uh, the end of October, sometimes it's too late in the season to recover. If that makes sense. Um, The other thing that goes along with it is you got to look at the, um, and I know it's, it, it, it shouldn't be this way, but you got to look at the the money aspect of the whole thing here. And who's going to really watch Alabama destroy uh, Saint Albine Christian Technical College from Texas <laughs> or something like that that they play week one? Um, you you got to get a couple marquee games so the networks have something here. Um, granted, it, it always seems like it's the same couple of teams that happen to have those games, but you got to do something in order to get the network and. Uh, the the regular college football fan acclimated and ready for the season so um i don't really have an, a, a strong opinion one way or the other on it. i mean i like there's a couple top teams playing some some real uh some real competition as we're going to get some good reads on some of these teams and, and where they actually stack up at but um i see both sides of the story on this one
1: all right and um now, has Alabama actually made its decision on who is going to be the starting quarterback for the opening game yet? Uh,
0: I haven't. I haven't seen anything official, but I, but I would, I, I would tend to think that it would be it would be Tua. I would believe.
2: Well, I haven't well, seen anything uh, either. I heard the my saying. my uh, the the last intel I saw on Monday was that they were going to flip back and forth, both uh, both guys getting pretty much fifty fifty share of the whole game. So. Uh, it sounds like they're kind of punting at this point and uh de- deferring but uh not really surprising we have two pretty um decent quarterbacks even though I don't think uh the guy that they started last year is any good at all I've I've been well over the story on that one for a year plus at this point but uh I think Tua is definitely the better quarterback
1: well he did carry Alabama to the championship game to the championship last year and won it so it would make sense since uh Jalen Hurts uh, got injured anyway, so um, it looks like a safe bet for Tula to get to get the starting quarterback job. But the season's only a few days away, and uh, they better make it soon.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where uh, I guess if you're Nick Saban, it's pretty safe to, uh, you know, to – to, to keep things close to your chest. And I think a lot of coaches are like that, too. They don't want to give uh, – they don't want to tip their hand too much. I think you'll figure out who the starting quarterback is as a game like no, Saturday, especially against a cupcake, will uh, we'll play itself out.
1: You it, the cream pump schedule? Yeah,
0: exactly. Hey, we appreciate the call, man. We appreciate the listen. Uh, you know, make sure you keep tuning in, and, and we look forward to talking to you again.
1: All right. Uh, how long does this show run for, by the way, uh, out, of my, out of my curiosity?
0: uh you know what i mean like length of the show like we usually run yes, dry, wait, wait. about an hour we try and try and keep it around an hour
1: all right i'll keep that in mind thanks all
0: right have a great night so uh yeah there was first caller of the year good caller came with uh came with some good discussions so we uh we look forward to more as the uh as the night and as the season plays out uh, i know we're gonna have one next week when we're talking nfl um there was, uh, we had a little bit of a kickback and some discussion in the comments, uh, about one Des Bryant. So that's, uh, that's something to look forward to next week. Um, all right, Dave, let's go to Saturday at 7.30 PM in South Bend college game day. will be there. Number 14, Michigan comes into number 12, Notre Dame, uh, the over-unders at 47. The last I checked, the consensus had Notre Dame at, uh, a one point favorite. It's been, it's been teetering back and forth on that line, um, uh, you know, all summer, you know, all August, it's been kind of going back and forth. I think that the, the highest I had seen it at one point was like Michigan at six. Um, and it's, and it's been slowly working itself down the other way. Are you seeing a different number at this point? Again, I check these, uh, you know, late afternoon, early evening.
2: I think you're in the ballpark at the moment. Uh, it has been a, a fascinating line to see. Um, line movement. I mean, you realistically could be sitting with a Notre Dame plus six ticket and a uh, a uh, Michigan plus two ticket without too much trouble, and that's a pretty good spot to be in.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's um, you know, it's obviously a game that I, I will be paying most attention to. Um, this house will be paying uh, most attention to this weekend. Um, it's it, it, for, for two teams that are, that are tied so closely to each other. It's actually the only, only their 43rd meeting, uh, between the two and Michigan holds a, uh, a, a fairly large lead, although Notre Dame won the, uh, won the last, uh, won the last matchup between them in, uh, 2014. Um, I, I think these are two teams, Dave, and obviously this is, this is the game I've, I've kind of done my homework on, um, two teams that, that come in with, Pretty, I, I think, fairly similar stories, at least in terms of, uh, you know, the the general like table of contents. You have you have two coaches that I think need to win this year, need to be, um, you know, I think at least in the playoff discussion this year to probably keep their jobs. Um, this is a game that I, that I think is uh, very critical to, I, I would say, more critical to Brian Kelly, but very critical for Jim Harbaugh as well. Um, you have a, a new quarterback for Michigan, Shea Patterson, the transfer from Ole Miss. Uh, you have Brandon Wimbush, who has been named the starter, but this week during his press conference, Brian Kelly said that um, you know he wouldn't be afraid to turn back to Ian Book as well. So Lord only knows what's going to happen with the quarterback position at Notre Dame, this, uh, not only this game, but this season. Um, you know Notre Dame, eleven players, uh, different players on various preseasons award watch list. Michigan has twelve. Um, I mean, it's it's you've you know pretty pretty even teams, I think on paper, and the and the numbers uh, you know reflect that. Um, I you know I know I know friends of mine that are that are Notre Dame fans that think this one is going to be easy, um, and I think they're out of their damn mind. Uh, you're you gonna, have friends well a few a few that's why I have no money Dave I have to pay them off um but uh it's worth good money because they you know I, I pick the right ones um well mostly here I am talking to you but um you know hey. I, <laughs> I uh you know it's it's I I truly don't know what is going to happen um you know the, this Saturday night
2: yeah, Jim, I, I can give you uh, quite the different point of view as uh, always on this one because uh, I, I have a really solid amount of research on this one. <laughs> um, given the fact that uh, Captain Khaki there has come out and said that he hates sports betting, uh, <laughs> I am all behind the Irish in this one and fuck Michigan. <laughs> well,
0: look, I don't care what it takes for, uh, for you to say that. Uh, I, I'll, I will take it and run with it. Uh, Joel in the comments says Notre Dame seventeen, Michigan fourteen. Dear Lord, if the under is way good, then yeah, the under would be way good in that one. Um, If here is what I'll say: if the if the scoring is that low, I think it plays more to Michigan. Um, I I think Michigan probably has a little bit of an edge on defense. Um, You know, they they were especially when they weren't being worn down by poor offensive play last year. Their defense was one of the best in the country. I don't know where Notre Dame's defense is at going into this one. Um, it, it should be really good. They have a lot of guys on defensive watch lists, but I think just based on on, on preseason looks and notes and things like that from camp, I would give the defensive edge um, to to Michigan. I would have to say the offensive edge would go to Notre Dame just because you know we at least know and we have seen. Um, what Wimbush slash Ian Book bring to uh, the quarterback position at Notre Dame? We don't know what Shea Patterson brings to Michigan because it will be his first game in in the uh, winged helmet. Um, and and if you know if he gets into trouble or or something like that, um, you know it it, it might get a little bit bleaker there as we saw uh, with the Wolverines a year ago. Obviously, I'm picking the Irish. Um, I don't care by what score or what form or fashion. Uh, as long as uh, the Irish win. That's all that matters to me. Uh, let's move to... So I have a
2: couple of comments on this, Jim, before you move on. Oh, sure. Number one, I have the ESPN College preview or whatever it is magazine that they put out. And based on this, they, they have Notre Dame ranked 11th at 30-1 to 1 national title odds, and they have Michigan ranked 12th with 12-1 to 1 national championship odds. So um, I think ESPN is conflicted because they have one ranked higher with, with the odds being reversed. So... Just throwing that out there, yeah. Um, and I mean, two.
0: that does seem that does seem a little odd too. Just because I mean, and and I'm not saying Notre Dame's schedule is easy. The, I think 10 out of the 12 opponents went to bowl games a year ago. Obviously, there's a shitload of bowl games, but um, I mean, you know, Michigan obviously has to has to go through a lot of big teams in the Big Ten, so it, it does kind of strike me as odd that the the odds for a national championship between the two of them would be as, uh, you know, as different as they are in that, in that book.
2: Well, note the first part of the statement there, ESPN. So (laughs) next, next subject is the thing that really pisses me off, aside from the one I've already talked about with Kathy Khaki, is (laughs) I'm still not convinced what type of systems he's going to run this year and um, have seen various reports as far as as that goes. So, I mean, if if we don't know what type of system they're going to run, how do I have any faith in them? Um, So I'll just leave that at that. But I think uh Michigan overall this year, uh Captain Kaki's not gonna have a good year. Um he he's in the toughest division in football. There's there's no doubt about that. I will argue that to the death. Um but Captain Khaki's in for a long year and it's gonna start with a uh with a uh, pouncing in uh, south bend here. So um, Jim, my last question for you, and I need the god's honest truth on this: <laughs> is what is the wager between you and your wife for this game? Because you need to up the stakes. <laughs>
0: oh, uh, god's honest truth, um, the the deal we have had since day one, and I mean literally day one. We we met on match. Uh, I noted she was a Michigan fan. I made a comment about the fact that she was a Michigan fan and I was a Notre Dame fan. Um, since day one, we don't. We well we, we we have watched together a few times. Um and it and it doesn't typically end well. So now we're we have the agreement. We don't watch together, we don't talk about it, we don't brag about it. Um and, and I am a much safer person because of that. Um so that is the God's honest truth about it. Um now if if Notre Dame wins, I mean I, I will probably wear blue and gold on Sunday but I will not say anything about it. I will just wear the clothes, and that'll be that.
2: My couch is always
0: open if you need it, sir. All right, and that's why I appreciate it. I got this huge big basement down here. There's no furniture, but it's at least a safe space, and uh, and that that's plenty fine for me. Um, all right, let's move to Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Number eight, Miami of Florida, a three-and-a-half-point favorite versus number 25 LSU. This game being played at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, the over under is at 47. Um I, I don't I don't think this one is, you know, as difficult to predict uh, you know, as the last one. Um, you know, I I think <clears throat> Miami is
2: Well, the stakes the stakes aren't nearly as high for you either.
0: Uh well yeah, not not in the slightest. Um, but, uh, Miami is, 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 is the better team here. You know, LSU, I think is still kind of trying to find their identity post less miles and, um, you know, in that, in the sec. So we, we don't, we don't know exactly where they're at and who they are. Um, you know, Miami last year looked great. You know, obviously they're flashing the turnover chain and the turnover chain is now, um, you know, painted on their team, golf carts and things like that. Um, you know, and they, they, pounded Notre Dame into the turf at, in Miami. And then they crumbled like a, you know, like an old cookie, uh, once that game was over. So that was really cool. Um, you know, so is Miami that, that same Miami team? I don't know, but I I think this one is probably going to be fairly easy for the hurricanes. You know, I, I think three and a half is even being generous. I, I, I honest to God think they would win this one and win this one pretty big and easy.
2: Well, Jim, this is this is one of those games that it, 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 this game I have no real feel on for this year. the The line in this one scares me because I agree I agree with what you're saying that based on last year's last year's performances, it should be a cakewalk for Miami. But this is one of those games that that Vegas knows best. They set the line at three and a half, and they have to be getting flooded with Miami money just based off of public perception and last year's results. So something tells me that LSU is the right side in this game for some reason. And again, no real, no real inclination on why or anything along those lines, this just seems a little bit too low. I mean, if, uh, if if this game was in LSU with this line, LSU is a two point favorite. If this game's in Miami, Miami's Miami's, uh, I don't know, in the the eight to eight to 10 range, Mm -hmm. um, which based off of last year seems a little, a little light on both sides there. So, um, Again, I don't know with it being a neutral field first game. It's a little, a uh, little interesting here, and it's, uh, it, it's probably a pass for me in all, in all honesty. But uh, this is one of those that something just tells me that, uh, that LSU might have a little bit to say in this one, and uh, I, I do like this LSU team. But again, the, the, just as our caller, uh, Big Lou in uh, New Jersey, mentioned, I mean, this, this first game's a little bit scary. I, I'd. I'd uh, the the, the tires a little bit. Uh, this was further down in the season, but uh, you got to do what you got to do, I guess. So, I mean, I I think I like LSU in this, but I have nothing to really convince me on it. It's only three and a half. Um, but I I, I just don't know. I know that's a, uh a a major cop out and everything. Um, but something just tells me that that LSU is the right side here.
0: Well, I mean, it, it, sometimes in in sports and in predicting, you, you don't necessarily know why you get a feeling one way or the other. You just know that that you get it. So, um speaking of people from New Jersey though, we haven't heard from Uncle Mitch in a while. Like I haven't heard a lot from him since since like June 7th. Like it just seems is weird. I haven't heard from him. What since... happened in June? Man, I don't I don't know. I don't know. It, it was. It seemed like a like a pretty big day, at least for us. Um, but you know, I haven't heard a lot from Mitch since. Okay.
2: <laughs> I think we're still celebrating.
0: Uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, we'll hear from Mitch at, at some point this year. I, I would, I would hope that he would, uh, he would, he would get a call in. But uh, all right, let's go to the uh, the final of the four big ones for for this weekend, opening weekend, college football. Obviously, still a week away from the NFL season. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, Number 20, Virginia Tech at number 19, Florida State, uh, who is a a 7.5-point favorite this one Monday at 8 p.m. It seems like Florida State always has that Monday night game um, on Labor Day weekend. I don't know how they get that deal, but I'm fine with it. At least gives me something to watch. I was going
2: to say the opposite. I was going to say the opposite there, Jim. I thought Virginia Tech always has the Monday night game, it feels
0: like. Is it Von Tech? I don't know I, I maybe maybe they played once before and it, it just sticks out in my head for some reason being Florida State um but the over under for this one is a 56 and a half um I honestly for me I, I feel like Florida State it's seven and a half I know they're at home so so you know you're talking more in the line of you know four to five probably um but I, I feel like this number is a little high. For Florida State you know you're 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 dealing with with a new coach situation you're coming off an abysmal year and I understand you had the quarterback injury so you know it's it's kind of a question of 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 what's their identity now sort of a thing but um you know I I think Virginia Tech is going to be you know a a a much better team that they're you know working again you know, I talked about LSU finding the identity post Les Miles. I think you're, you know, a Virginia Tech team that's still trying to figure themselves um, what are they going to be post Beamer Ball. Um, and, and I think that, that, that they are working on, on rebuilding that program a bit. I think they're going to be better, um, call it, you know, just just a gut feeling, whatever, um, than, than people expect them to be. And, you know, I, I, I don't know if I like Virginia Tech to go in here and win but but I think it's going to be more something in line of a field goal, and and um, you know I think especially in these early games, you see you know a miss field goal here, you know here or there, it, it can make a big impact on a game. So I think that's what we're going to look at in this situation, you know, coming down to a a really close margin. But I, I will, I, sure, I, I, think- I have Florida State winning, but but closer than the number shows.
2: Florida State by double digits for me. I mean, they, they, this Florida State team last year was decimated with injuries. Um, they have their quarterback DeAndre Francois back, um, obviously from that huge injury. I think it was the first game of the year, but uh, they had him was back that Against have, Alabama,
0: uh, against Alabama last year.
2: Yeah, and they have the uh, the, the redshirt freshman uh, Tamari Ontario, back. Um, who uh, I don't want to say back, but uh, he was extremely impressive during the spring game. Um, from what I've heard, so I really like this Florida State team. Um, I, I think this Florida State team is, is the team that's going to challenge uh, Clemson in the ACC, so I think it's between those two, foreshadowing clue. Um, but uh, I, I think this Florida State team has absolutely no issue with Virginia Tech here, and they, they win this going away. Um, that being said, um, I'm a little leery personally normally of betting favorites on primetime games when it's the sole game. Uh, so I will probably be taking the spectator role here, uh, or a Florida state money line parlay with something. But, uh, however, I I do like Florida state in this spot and I think it's an opportunity to get them a little bit cheaper, um, based on last year's history and the rough season that they had. All
0: right. Very good. Those are the big four for this week. And if you have any uh, thoughts on those, feel free to tweet them at us at Huddle Up Podcast. You can also uh, leave a comment here in the live video. And make sure you're following us on Facebook at facebook.com slash huddleuppodcast. Also, check out our home network, Sports.com and their sponsor, QB54. Use promo code podcast over at playqb54.com. Get 20% off of your order. And then this little piece of gold right here in front of me. Uh, they're not like a sponsor or anything, but a huge shout-out to the guys over at undisputedbelts.com. Great fantasy football titles. They have custom titles for, you know, bowling leagues or uh, you know, archery leagues or anything like that. Um, and uh, they have great customer service. Um, had a problem. One of the snaps broke on the belt. Uh, I bought it back in January. They uh, they actually replaced it for free. So great customer service. Let them know that we sent you. Uh, if you get over and buy anything over at undisputedbelts.com, uh, Dave. Let's look at the uh, conference. Uh let's go to the conference winners. Uh I will do the Big 5 plus. I will do the AAC. I'm not a complete prick uh because you know you have the quote or the official wink nod nod nudge nudge whatever uh national champions UCF defending um from uh, from the AAC. Now, Dave, um do we want to go you know the conference championship games and and who's playing in those or you just want to go outright conference winners uh
2: 100% up to you there jimmy
0: All right, let's just do let's just do conference winners in the interest of time um since we did get the caller there so uh american athletic conference uh i have UFC, ucf repeating um you know nothing nothing against the other teams in the aac but uh, when you have a team that, that had as strong as a, of a year, obviously, as they did a year ago, uh, going completely undefeated, um, you know that 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 does warrant, you know, at least the nod for me, uh, because I think that they are they're primed to, to you know, I'm not going to necessarily say go undefeated again, uh, but win the conference at least.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I I think it's hard to go against them at this point, um, but I again. I uh, don't have a huge insight into their uh, schedules or anything along those lines, so uh, I'm going to have to side with you there and go with the go with them. Uh, however, not a huge confidence out there.
0: Yeah, I mean it's you know it, the, the Whoopee. <laughs> Uh Let's go to the ACC. Uh, I have I have Clemson coming out of the ACC as the winner. Um, I will say that uh, that I actually have Virginia Tech winning their division. Um, I think they're going to be a lot better than than, than people expect, as uh, as I said when we predicted that game. But I, I think Clemson is the is the pretty clear-cut stud uh, of the ACC.
2: Yeah, Jim, I agree with you on Clemson. I mean, I, I, I really like this Florida State team, and I believe they, they play Clemson in late October, um, which is going to be an absolute delight. I mean, it's really the, the game that Clemson has to have, for lack of better terms. They have a fairly uh, – alabama-esque cupcake schedule in my (laughs) eyes um however i think florida state has uh miami do they have notre dame this year is that that a memory uh correctness there that they have notre dame as well
0: yes i believe so and i i want to say it's a a later in the in the season game i want to say it might be even a november game notre dame and and florida state
2: Yeah, that sounds right to me but uh, I, i think florida state has a top five schedule this year Um, I do really like this Florida State team, but I think their schedule is the best of them. I mean, Clemson really has to get up uh, for one game, essentially, with all their talent. Uh, And I'm I'm going with Clemson, but uh, a a real lean to to Florida State there. Um, The other thing I will say, if Clemson does falter at one point, uh, they are highly regarded enough by the the committee that they still may get in. Um, So I, I would look hard at these these Clemson to make the uh, college football playoff futures. I think they're sitting at like uh one and a half to one to two to one at the moment. Uh, potentially I haven't looked at them in a while, but uh, that could be a pretty good investment long-term.
0: Yeah, Dave, a game that could certainly have a pretty big impact on uh, potentially at least uh, on the college football playoff and the college football post season, November 10th, a seven thirty game, game uh, Notre Dame's final home game. Florida state comes to South bend. Um, so that one, uh, will definitely, that, uh, definitely be a big one there.
2: Could that be a game that Notre Dame will need to be full eligible?
0: <laughs> we, we oh. will, we will certainly find out. Um, and, uh, obviously you, if, uh, if you've, if you haven't tuned in with us before, this will be a storyline between Dave and myself, uh, throughout the season. All right, let's go to the big 10, Dave. Um, and I, I know we were talking about this uh, this team a little bit earlier today, you and I, and it was uh, the team that I actually already had penciled in as my Big Ten champion is Wisconsin. Um, I think I think you know obviously they are in the easier division in that conference, but you know they, they still obviously have to play some uh, cross division games. Uh, I, I just think that team looks uh, looks pretty damn loaded going into this year.
2: Yeah, Jim, 100% agree with you on that. Um, I mean, I, I have to pick Wisconsin. I think they're one of the top three teams in the country this year. Um, I think Wisconsin is absolutely no joke. It's ab- absolutely laughable that Vegas opened them at 20-1. to Yeah, it's bad. Potentially the best, yeah, they are potentially the best team in the Big Ten, in all honesty. Um, the, the, the other division is, quite honestly, a crapshoot. I mean, you have Michigan, you have Michigan State, you have – Urban Myers, Ohio State, Buckeyes. I told you I'd get his name in here, and you have Penn State. <laughs> um, so you, you can realistically pencil any of those four in yeah, the other absolutely. side of the game. Uh, you have to pick a champion. You, you're obviously better picking Wisconsin because um, barring injury, uh, they're more than likely going to be in the title game. Uh, however, I, I, I will tell you I'm thinking about an, an arbitrage at this point um, as far as sports betting futures go um iowa is about eight to one to win the the east or i guess it would be the west division of the big ten
0: yes yeah it'd be the uh,
2: wisconsin and iowa are going to meet the fourth week of college football both of them are going to be three and zero oh and undefeated um you could play wisconsin money line probably probably three or four negative three or four hundred which means you still have a future of four to one on iowa to win that division and you're already heads free and and, and solid so um Dave's investment advice 101. Um, however, I'm taking Wisconsin um, offensive line is the best in the country, hands down. Um, absolute beasts in the trenches showing both sides of the ball. Um, I, I think this Wisconsin team is the the real deal. Um, Wisconsin will knock off Michigan State in the title game.
0: Ooh, 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 ooh. I have uh, I have the uh, Wisconsin uh, actually edging the. Uh, boys from Ann Arbor in the Big Ten title game. Uh, let's move to the Big. Anything to
2: make your wife happy. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm a, I, I do. I do try. Uh, let's move to the Big Twelve, where there's not divisions. They are just uh, ten teams. Yes, that's right. Ten in the Big Twelve. Twelve in the Big Ten. Try and follow along with that one and figure out why kids can't do math. Um, but I have, uh, I have actually TCU pulling a bit of an upset. Um, even, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're a ranked team, but I think that, uh, it would go against probably the, uh, the odds on favorite to win the big 12, but I have TCU picking up the big 12 championship.
2: I'm going with Boomer Sooner. Uh, I know they lost the, the Baker man last year. Um, but I think his team, uh, based on the recruiting is extremely strong and, uh, ready to carry the torch. And plus I just like saying Boomer Sooner.
0: It is a fun thing to say, absolutely, and a uh, and, and one of the better fight songs in the country. Uh, let's go out west to the Pac-12. Um, I actually have Stanford picking up the win here. Um, I think that um, Washington, uh, you know, comes into the season with a good bit of hype that they have uh, over the past few years, but I don't know that they can hold on to that. Um, I, I've always I've always liked Stanford. Now. Um, I think they will lose a game. I think it's uh, the final weekend of September when they come to uh, South Bend. But I think they will stay strong in the Pac-12 and Stanford Cardinal pick up the uh, pick up the title.
2: I'm going with the uh, the USC Trojans. Um, they they have a pretty key game at Texas early, pretty early in the year. I believe it's mid September. Um, I, I think that they're they have a a slightly softer schedule um, in, in some aspects of it. Um, but they have a, they have a, uh, a, a true cre- freshman QB, which is a bit of a, a question mark here. Um, but I, I, I think that I, I don't like Washington at all, period. Um, so I really think it's – you took the one team, I'm taking the other side, so I'm taking uh, USC. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with the hopeful reliance on uh, – I believe his name is uh, JT Daniels, uh, the quarterback for USC. But uh, hopefully the freshman can get it done.
0: Yeah, I think it, that sounds right, uh, and that's going to the SEC. Um, you know, this this is a team people know. I do love to hate, um, but I think just with the pieces they have coming back, um, and obviously defending, uh, you know, the, you know they're defending champions. Uh, it's hard to pick against Alabama at this point until um, Saban croaks, um chooses to leave on his own, which I, I don't know that I ever will or he gets fired because of uh, NCAA violations. I think that's more likely at some point than him actually choosing to leave on his own. Um, It's just, it's a football factory. It it just is what it is. So um, I have Alabama picking up the win in the SEC as much as I hate it.
2: I'm going with Bulldog, baby. Uh, Just because I hate Nick Saban and Alabama, I'm going to go with the Bulldogs and I'm going to trust that defense um, with with both... uh, I believe they actually have a uh, a possible QB battle here between uh, Jake Fromm last year and uh, possible Justin Fields coming in that uh, I, I have heard that uh, Justin Fields is possibly like the next big quarterback. Um, so something to keep an eye on that if uh, Fromm struggles early on, uh, Fields possibly could be huge for, for Georgia here. Um, but I think uh, somehow Georgia gets through and if, if those two meet in a, uh, a title game capacity or something along those lines. Uh, j- just be weary because uh, Georgia's going to have a chip on their shoulder there.
0: Yeah, that's actually that's who I have in the SEC title game. But, again, just as much as I hate it, I'll give the edge uh, to the Crimson Tide. Uh, let's uh, real quick, Dave, fire off your Heisman Trophy prediction. I have uh, I, I have the running back, Jonathan Taylor, from Wisconsin. Much like you said when you, when you talked about him, when I talked about him, you know, probably the best offensive line in college football. Um, and, and, you know, the, the, the history of Wisconsin and running backs, uh, goes pretty deep. And, and I think that, uh, we're, we're going to look at another special season for a running back up there.
2: Man, Jim, that's, that's two years in a row that we have the same, same guy penciled in. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> that worked out quite well for Mr. Darnold last year, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, a couple other guys I've been looking at. Since you already talked on uh, the, the Mr. Taylor there. Um, I, I was looking at um, the the quarterback for Clemson, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, running back for Georgia, DeAndre Swift. Um, and I forget who the quarterback is for Ohio State off the top of my head, but uh, he he's got to have a, a a really big year um, to be to to get the Buckeyes there. Um, so. Uh, those would be my three additional picks in addition to um, who you have uh, mentioned there from Wisconsin. I mean, Wisconsin's line is so good that a uh, big Jim that can't even run to the fridge and back could, could run for 10 yards to run here. If uh, I, I, mean, if that I was, had yeah, that line if, is so damn good.
0: If I had to run to the, the fridge for beer, I could do it. I just choose not to. It's not that I can't. The issue,
2: the issue would be that you'd have to stop when you got to the fridge and not keep going.
0: Okay, well, you didn't say anything about stopping. You just said run to the fridge. I can run to the fridge,
2: but I can't stop. I don't want any damage to the new house. Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't want that either because then I will have to come stay on your couch. All right, let's look at the the college football playoff. Uh, Let's look into our crystal ball here. Uh, The two games that make up the semifinal round this year are the Orange Bowl and the Cotton Bowl. Uh, I actually, uh, for those, I have Wisconsin over Clemson uh in the in the the orange bowl I'm not sure which one how it plays out you know 1 versus 4 and um 2 versus 3 but uh I have Wisconsin I think
2: the one seed gets to pick which one but I might be wrong on that they might have changed that You
0: you might be right there yeah um so just for shits and giggles I have uh, Wisconsin over Clemson in the uh Orange Bowl I have Alabama over TCU in the Cotton Bowl uh and in a uh game that could you know, be anywhere from, like, 7 to 3 to, you know, 33 to 31, I have uh, Alabama edging Wisconsin in the national championship game. Um, But, you know, with two good defenses, two which should be, you know, really solid running games and and, and two good offenses, uh, it it would make, I think, at least for a pretty damn entertaining uh, national championship. But, again, as much as I hate it, we know how much I hate them, but I, I'm I'm just I, I feel like Alabama's gonna gonna do it again.
2: I don't like to hear that, Mr. Jim. Um so Well I Dave, the going. good news, the
0: good news is, Dave, I'm usually wrong about these things. So
2: Yeah, but I feel like you're taking the easy way out picking Alabama in college football. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean you're you're also not wrong. Um so I am taking um Clemson over I don't even know who I want to put in here. Clemson over whoever the other team from the Big Ten is to get in, and then Wisconsin over Georgia. Yes, two teams from the Big Ten will be in the college football playoff.
0: (laughs) Okay. That's bold.
2: I mean, we had two SEC teams play for the title game.
0: Uh, True, but it is the SEC, not the Big Ten. (laughs)
2: It's fair. It's fair. Um, so we're gonna go. We're gonna. I don't even remember what I just said. Clemson over um, Big Ten number two.
0: So I think kind of uh, which, for you it would probably be Michigan State.
2: Yeah, we'll go Michigan State. That's okay. fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. Clemson over Michigan State, and you better be writing this down, when is Is it right? And then um, since you put Wisconsin in the title game, I'm gonna say Georgia over Wisconsin.
1: Okay. And then
2: your 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 national title, um, is going to be the Georgia Bulldogs. All right, because ultimately there has to be an SEC team somehow.
0: Of course, because that's what ESPN wants, right? I mean, at least that's that's the uh, that's the siren song from the uh, Columbus faithful right now is that this was all a ploy by uh, by ESPN. But I don't want to bring it up anymore than I just did I just threw that out there.
2: I'm just throwing it out there in the magazine there's only three SEC teams in the top 15 and there's five big tens in the top 13 so just throwing that out there yeah uh it
0: there, there's there's uh there's not all these uh conspiracies and 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 wild theories that I mean I used to I used to probably buy into them a lot more but I was I was talking to somebody uh, this past weekend Dave that um I feel like ever since the uh, and if you haven't heard, this would be breaking news. Uh, the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup back in June. Uh, I feel Whoa, like every-
2: Jim, can I can I state what started all this? we are on a football podcast and I mean the Eagles the Eagles winning that, that bowl game that happens in February. Um, I think broke something ridiculous right now in sports and that allowed the the rest of the events to transpire in the early summer. So um, this really could be the event that that turns it for some football team. I mean, Notre Dame might get to play football in in a meaningful game in December. I
0: mean, it, it's it's certainly possible because we are living in um in in crazy times. And and I, I have said this too since the Capitals won. I said if I had to go through the Eagles winning, and I'm not even I'm not even shitting about this. If I had to go through the Eagles winning the Super Bowl to get the Capital Stanley Cup it was it was worth it because it doesn't even really phase me that much anymore because the Capitals won and I can just look at that logo and I can look at those pictures and those videos and that's all that matters but like it, like usually at about this point of the year right before you know their name starts the season I'm I'm kind of getting like anxious, excited but also like angry at the same time because it's like I need you know, either Notre Dame or the Cowboys, you know, to win. Like there's always this, no matter what season is starting football, I'm not even going to say baseball because dear God, the Orioles are so bad. Um, but,
2: you know, whether They were be, eliminated before the Capitals lifted the cup, I believe. I wouldn't
0: doubt that in the slightest. I mean, we're talking a historically bad season, uh, which I'm sure we'll touch on, on baseball at some point when once we near the postseason. But, whether it's the Capitals, Notre Dame or the Cowboys, it was like I need these guys to win. This it has to happen at some point the sports gods are going to shine on me. And like this year, like I mean, I want Notre Dame to win. I want the Cowboys to be successful. We'll talk about the NFL next week. I don't think they will be, but we'll get there. Um I I don't have like the same like you know like desperation. Like like desperate this needs to happen. Now, come Saturday at 7.30 p.m., that'll probably all change. But right now, I think I'm still kind of riding the high from June 7th when, yes, the Capitals won the Stanley Cup. Tim, um, I,
2: I, have, I have the diagnosis for you, though. You're, you're used to all this, this break between Capitals hockey and football starting being a month longer.
0: Well that's true too. Um and, and, and you know, thankfully the Cabs did did uh, you know, do some work and uh and make that the the summer a lot shorter because the Orioles story shit um weren't gonna help me out at all. So um again, the Washington Capitals, your Stanley Cup champions. Dave, uh let people know as we close it up here for week number one where they can follow you on Twitter and then we're gonna uh we're gonna put a bow on it and get out of here.
2: Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in the first week. We'll uh, be back on the air and, and talking some football finally. It, uh, it's been a short offseason this year, as we mentioned, because we are Stanley Cup champions, of yeah. course.
0: Absolutely. Um, but
2: we are on Twitter at, uh, at D Gerhardt024, and uh, we hope to. We're, we're actually going to switch that Twitter handle over uh, as we speak to uh, hopefully at Big Dave something or other. Big, huddle at Big Dave or something like that. So. Uh, make it easier instead of having to spell my last name all the time so we'll make that uh, <laughs> switch here in the next minute or two um, but uh, again uh, football is back the, the world is right again soon and uh, enjoy the games this weekend on your your long weekend so uh, make, make sure to uh, Raz big jim if uh, his team just somehow doesn't pull out the win on uh, saturday i'm sure he'd appreciate the the additional interactions
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely would. You can interact with me at Big Jim Sports. Dave, we'll talk to you next week, bud.
2: You got it, man. Have a good one.
0: Uh, you too. All right, again, you can find the show at Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook and on Twitter, and uh, make sure you follow us there. Follow along with our home network, NGSC Sports, by going to NGSCSports.com. Check out their sponsor, and they, they, they help bring this show together as well play qb54 go to play qb54.com and use promo code podcast for 20 percent off your order again I'll also go over to undisputedbelts.com and you know tell them that we sent you. we'll be back here each and every wednesday night 9 30 p.m eastern time and until next week stay safe stay smart and go for the win